It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what's going on, sir? Not much. It's uh, it's Hard Knocks Day, which is a, uh, it's Hard a Christmas day, day, yep. day for us. Uh, so uh, we've been seeing a little bit of uh, clips about uh, uh, Zeke farting uh, talcum powder and uh, and all kinds of interesting, very football-related stuff. So uh, that's yeah. exciting. But but also we had a fun little practice last night. So we got a lot of little football stuff going on. It's 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 a good time. Yeah, so we're going to get to that in just a second. But before we do, Landon, um, literally right before we go on the show, someone oh, sent me a tweet that said that you did a fantasy football podcast this week. Is that I did. true? It just, it did. I did. Just uh, you should check out uh, the uh, the link. I, I tweeted it out. I tried to try to keep it quiet. Uh, somebody asked nicely, and uh, I couldn't uh, I couldn't turn down a request yeah, the, the, for the, a, a nice. Request. The, the tweet that somebody sent me was from Ricardo, and he said, "This is some serious power grab by uh, McCool BCB, just <laughs> chucking the co and just assuming the host position outright." So listen, I, I appreciate <laughs> it. I, I love that you're doing fantasy. By the way. Supposed to promote this anyways. We're doing a live fantasy show Wednesday on the Locked On uh, podcast feed. So make sure you guys check that out. Not you and I, but a couple other. Hey, hey you, you, but give, you, me, you give want me a couple more days. I'm coming for that job, Marcus. I'm coming <laughs> for that job. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the Cowboys practice. Dak did not do everything, but it seemed like he did up this throwing at least a little bit, right? Yeah, it does look like. I mean, there were definitely clips of him throwing, you know, with some decent velocity, 15 to 20 yards. Um throws mm-hmm. so i mean they're, they're they're working up towards it i mean clearly they're they're on a schedule they're on a plan um and they, they just kind of continuing along that mm-hmm. plan to to see how he reacts and just adding a little bit more each day i mean i think everybody knows how they're going to do this they're going to add a little bit more each day see how he feels add a little bit more and see how it goes and you know i think the plan as of right now is the hope is that he's going to get uh snaps in the houston game you know as the, with the normal which is uh, saturday start. night right so mm-hmm. we're still a few days away from that Absolutely. Yeah. So, and, and you know, he's, he's, he's there, he's mentally ready. Like, you know, it's not like he needs the reps. I mean, they, no, he's, no. they did a ton of reps over the off season. So uh, I think they're just being very cautious with the shoulder. Yeah. And if there's a team that I want him to play against in the preseason, it's the Houston Texans, right? Like they, I don't think they're going to get enough pressure on him to really to have me be worried. So uh, I think yeah. it's a good little opponent. Uh, that's a knock on wood, by the way, this, now <laughs> that I say that's a complete jinx. Uh, all right. Let's talk about some of the biggest takeaways. Um, from yesterday's practice, 
and I've got to start with this one, Lane. It's is Doris Armstrong really going to suck us back into the believing in him? Is that is that really what's trying to happen here? It's the Godfather, right? Uh, every time I try to get out, they keep pulling me back in. Yep. It's like yep. that's that's Dorrance. I mean, it's it's. We, I called it the Malik Collins yesterday. Uh, you know, Dorrance has definitely taken the belt from him. Just guys who have shown out at training camp practices and have shown you what you would expect to see from a guy that's about to have a breakout regular season. Uh, but then it just doesn't quite ever materialize like that. So, you know, obviously that's not, uh, uh, you know, something that's going to happen for necessarily forever. Uh, you know, there is definitely a chance that this is the year that, that Dorrance Armstrong actually kind of puts it all together and brings it to the regular season. But uh, you know, we've, I've been teased by Dorrance before he has a, a, a an athleticism and a, and a talent that is uh that is, he's clearly had for a long time, even since he was basically the only decent player playing for the University of Kansas uh, before he graduated. So um, it, it's 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 enticing. You see it more and more. That we talk about the drum beat. The drum beat is there for Dorrance Armstrong. Obviously, for us, you know, for me, I've seen enough. It's time for for the regular season to show up and see if he actually translates this to the regular season because that's really the final step for him. I'm not doing it. I'm just not buying into it. Like I, I know that he's having a good camp, and I know that he looked good in the preseason game. I'm just the NFL tackles in preseason are so bad, and a lot of the tackles that he goes up against in practice are not great. I, granted, he did. He I, I was going to say he did he have Tyron Smith yesterday pretty clean from what I saw. So, but I agree. I, I mean, listen, I, I can't blame you. You know, like because yeah. I'm sitting here telling you exactly that. It's it's hard to trust completely what you see. He's passed every test that's been put in front of him, but that's still not the same thing as doing it in the regular season. So I, I don't blame you for wanting to see it you know, be proven in the regular season because we've been fooled before. All right. I, I'm just not doing it. Um, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. If there was a prop for how many sacks Dorrance Armstrong would have this season, I would certainly take the under. And maybe they have him on wow. Bet Online. You guys should check it out. So before the next pitch or the, before the next game, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device and sign up today and re- receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Um, all right, let's talk about some more takeaways uh, from the Cowboys practice. And speaking real, real of quick, takeaways. Are you, taking yeah. the under, are you taking the under Dorrance Armstrong even if it's like two? Heck yeah. Yeah. I, I think the, the over under on Armstrong should be like three. Right. And then oh, I, I probably, easy I probably take the over. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. uh, okay. I, you messed up my great segue here. That's all right. I was oh, going to say, dude. speaking of takeaways, Malik Hooker practiced for the Cowboys yesterday for the first time uh, and got a takeaway, right? He got an interception pretty early on in practice. How did you think Malik looked? 
he certainly looked more graceful uh, intercepting that ball than I did intercepting your segue. So I there certainly apologize for that. <laughs> so good. Uh, <laughs> he, I, you know, look, it was first of all, it was a great play by by uh, Wright to get his hand on the football. I think to tip it up in the air. But I mean, this is you know, this is what Malik Hooker does, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he, the ball's in his air. He goes to get it. It certainly was exciting to kind of see it, it you know. Uh, in a Cowboys uniform. This is a guy that, you know, I've long uh, enjoyed watching from afar. I was obviously a big fan of his coming out. So uh, him being in a Cowboys uniform is rather exciting, but Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a good sign. First, first practice out there. He clearly hasn't lost his ability to, uh, to recognize and go get the ball. Uh, You know, it it was obviously very light practice for him. First practice in uh, as long as well as a couple other folks that we'll talk about, but you know, look, it's it certainly is encouraging to see him around the football. Uh, mm-hmm. That's certainly not a bad thing. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. Uh, we shouldn't overreact and think that this is you know uh, this is who he is and that it's going to happen every practice and every game. Um, but I think it shows you that he has that sort of ability to uh, you know when the ball's in the air to be a my ball type of defender, which is what you need if you want to try to get the turnover margins to continue to, to rise for this defense where in a way that they haven't previously. I mean, that's the thing that's shocking is the number of hands that are getting on footballs uh, already before Malik Hooker came here. And, and now you add a guy like him in here. Right. Um, it's just shocking that, you know, you, you get guys who, who know how to turn the ball over and suddenly the ball gets turned over in practice. Yeah. Yeah. He's, it's just what he does. As long as he can stay healthy, he's going to be an impact player for the Cowboys. Uh, it was really exciting to see him out there. Um, Another guy that we need to talk about, uh, Amari Cooper. So mm. one of my favorite scenes in a movie, Landon, is it, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. When we first see Willy Wonka, right? He's like, we, <laughs> nobody knows what he looks like. And yeah. he kind of walks to the gate and he walks really old and slow. And everybody's wondering what's going on. And then all of a sudden he does this somersault and he flips up and he's all ready to go, right? That's Amari Cooper for me. That's Amari Cooper. Watch Amari walk around the sidelines. He looks so old. It looks like he's never going to be able to run again. In his first practice, what does he do? He just gets open. Like, it's so easy for him. So, what did you think of Amari in this practice? <laughs> it's the best comparison I've ever heard. I mean, he has little pearls of wisdom that he drops. Yeah, like, Willy Wonka, too. Like, uh, yeah. He, and he's just kind of an oddball. He's kind of a different guy in a way that Willy Wonka is as well. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's it's the uh, – uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's that's a great description to I me. Mean, we, you know, we see, hey, how is he looking? Is he oh, is mm-hmm. working on the side? He may be limping a little bit. And the kid get out there at team drills and he runs a slant and he was a blur. Like, I mean, <laughs> they, he was go- like, like they couldn't even get the ball to him in front of him. Yeah. And he beat the guy so fast. It was like so easy. Uh, it was ridiculous. And, 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 and it, it, if anything, it's like we spent all training camp talking about cd lamb and, and this in these explosive plays he's making above the rim and, and you're like man cd lamb is, is looking fantastic and he maybe he's maybe he's the number one receiver uh, on this team and then cooper gets out there and runs one route and i'm like oh my god how did he do that <laughs> like and so it's like yeah it's again that's i keep that's what i keep harp harping back to uh when we talked about you know des things all during the time that Dez was here and we were watching Dez do Dez things, there wasn't like a better receiver on the <laughs> sideline, like, you know, like taking his uh, time that couldn't hard. make it yep. into practice. That's the thing that's scary about this is that you've got a guy like CeeDee Lamb out there doing incredible things. And he did another incredible thing in practice yesterday uh, and, and just constantly just doing all this stuff. And then you've got this other guy who y- you don't see as much, but when he gets in there, it's, 
he runs routes unlike anybody I've ever seen. And, and, and everything is so fast and so coordinated. And so it's so fast and purposeful at the same mm-hmm. time. It's shocking. Like he has, like, it's just well uh, refined. There's no wasted movements, right? Exactly. And it's, oh, it's beyond that. It's like, there's not, there's not only is there no wasted movement, all movement is also incredibly accelerated. It's yep. just, yep. it's amazing to watch. And what I noticed, the I guess the thing I noticed first about Amari's route was it was from the slot, right? Mm-hmm. And that's interesting because, man, if the Cowboys can put Amari in the slot and they can have Gallup and CD on the outside, they're just going to cause so many problems for defenses. So I I know we've gone the last couple of months without really seeing Amari, um, but it's just a good reminder of how, how special of a player he is. Um, any other takeaways from the offense? It was nice to see Michael Gallup uh, toast J. Ron Curse. Uh, like we all expected. CeeDee yeah. Lamb had a beautiful touchdown. Anything else on that side of the ball you want to touch on? It was good to see Schultz out there. Um, you know, to see that he's back out there in, in pads at least. Uh, I don't know how much he was doing, but at least he's not. it doesn't seem serious enough that they had to hold him out. Um, we saw a little bit more of uh, of uh, guys like uh, – Steel and uh, Inseki mm-hmm. that are back out. That uh, Inseki apparently was not that injured, so I guess he's okay. I watched. I watched the play that he got hurt on uh, on the game against uh, the the Cardinals, and it looked like he kind of just got his knee twisted. He got pushed over a guy, and his foot got mm-hmm. caught. So it was probably a nice little scary moment. But he he did okay. And I you know I actually went back and watched a little bit more of those games and thought that they played pretty decently, pretty a lot better than I even thought the first. You're saying the offensive so, line. Yeah, so yeah. I, I thought that, that some of that looks good. You know, we still see, seeing more, uh, you know, Connor Williams at center, which you know is what it is, uh, and you know I think that you didn't see very much of uh, you didn't see any any Zach Martin really. Um, so you know, it's still kind of a hodgepodge of guys. We still have really yet to see the full first team offense hmm. work together. You know, completely uh, fully. Full, the full first team with with Cooper, with Tyron right. Smith, with with Martin. So um, that's the hope I think for me in Houston. I, I would love to just see a series. Uh, yeah, one drive. Series. I don't even care yeah, if they but, go three and out, but just have them on the field one time. You know what I mean? Sure, absolutely. Get, get um, them out there making the calls, that sort of thing. I, I I just love to see them all out there, kind of working together in conjunction. Do you, um, do you think there's any chance? So do you think there's any chance that Dak just starts that game and it's just like three straight runs and then get them off the field? You know what I mean? Like just to get his feet wet a little bit. I would have a hard time believing that he that he would not audible that third play. <laughs> that third, that third <laughs> play, hey, it's no matter what the situation is, we're throwing the ball. Yeah, uh, yeah. probably so. I, I still think – I'm a little skeptical that he's actually going to play in this preseason game. I know they've been ramping up his stuff, but maybe maybe next week. I know that starters typically don't play in that final game, but I, I would just give him another week. Just have him practice. You, he doesn't need this the, game. Did you see he had, McCarthy straight up said that he would not play him in the in the fourth game? Oh no, I missed and, that. Oh, there you go. No, so so that he did straight up announce like because someone specifically asked him if he doesn't play in this week, would you play in the fourth week? And I understand your thought process there, but the other thought there is that first of all, you're not going to play any of your starters in that fourth game, right? And even if you did, that's, like that's you know, if, if you were planning on playing Dak, even if you did, you'd be putting Dak in against—I uh, don't even remember who we play in the fourth week—but you'd be playing against you'd be playing against their fourth string. So, what yeah. kind of good work is that even? That's for? fair. So that's a fair point. I I understand. Like I I I am on your side in the sense that I would love to see him get some kind of reps 
in the preseason. And, and I think the Dak also agrees with us there. Um, you know, the question is, are they going to feel comfortable enough to do it? And, and if, if they don't, then what's the, what's the point in, in, in trying to rush him in for a fourth game? Let's just get him ready with a bunch of reps uh, and get him ready for September. 9th. I still just don't think he needs it. I mean, I know, I know he says he needs it to just kind of bury the injury, right. To get out there, but I, I'm just not risking it for a meaningless game, but that's just me. Um, let's take one more quick break so I can tell you guys about rockauto.com, a family business serving auto parts to customers online for the last 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the for your car or truck like right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. All right, just we'll finish up with the defense. Uh, we are we talked about Doris Armstrong, we talked about Malik Hooker, Michael had a double sack in yesterday's practice. I don't know if you saw that. Did you see that? A, a double sack? I don't so, know. So, yeah. Oh, so there's this play where he was coming off the edge, and he, he I think he beat Ty Nasecki, and he got to Garrett Gilbert, okay? And then he because you can't bring the quarterback down, he kind of put his hands up, right? Garrett Gilbert scrambled outside of that, and Parsons chased him down again and got a, a second sack in the same play. So that was pretty impressive. I, I don't think I've ever seen that in a practice, but – uh, I don't think I've ever seen a double sack period. That's, that's yeah. Really I mean, impressive. double sack is pretty, pretty impressive. Uh, if you can do that in a regular game, that would be cool. Uh, That'd be great. Any thoughts on Parsons from yesterday? And, you know, I think one of the things that was really kind of, uh, you know, we, we only kind of see clips and, and little bits of this and it's, so it's tough to kind of get a, a big picture the way that you do when you're at training camp. Uh, but hearing from, I think it was uh, David Hellman or somebody that was in the, the box, uh, the press box, they were talking about how there's like, a noticeable difference when you watch him from up there, just like how much of a blur he is moving mm-hmm. across the field and that he's just sideline to sideline so quick. It's just crazy. I, I was thinking about, you know, uh, I think at some point they, sh- they threw like a little tunnel screen out there. Um, and, and, and I was just thinking about the fact that that stuff would be extremely effective previously against the Cowboys, because if you mm-hmm. could get the corners blocked, the linebacker help is coming, but it might take a while. If the wide receiver even hesitates a little bit behind this blocking in a tunnel screen, now Parsons is going to be on top of him before he can get one or even, one or even two yards. So mm-hmm. uh, it's stuff like that that you know it's a game of inches and, and that sort of thing. But you know those game of inches, you know especially when you're talking about angles, really mm-hmm. make a difference. And having a guy that is able to kind of blur across the screen, you know, your screen on either side and, and kind of take away simple stuff on the, on the perimeter because of his speed, uh, you know, that makes a difference. And, and, I, and, and sometimes that stuff may not uh, make an, um, it's not as flashy as him getting a sack or as flashy as him getting interception or pass deflection. Uh, but it's you know him limiting a tunnel screen to two yards when it should have gone for five yards or right. four yards. That consistently, you know, that kind of hidden yardage stuff really adds up and, and really makes a difference. And the last guy that I want to talk about, Bossman Fat, Kelvin Joseph, our favorite cornerback. Seemed like he had a pretty nice day at practice, right? He, uh, I think, against the Cardinals, it was a little up and down. He did make a play late, 
Uh, but it seems like he bounced back in a pretty big way and looked good in this practice, correct? Yeah, I mean, I think that was the kind of the thing that we talked about, right, is that really it's just that we hadn't seen him be truly challenged too much. I mean, he's he's mm-hmm. he's been pretty good in coverage to the point where I think the teams have been kind of throwing away from him to a certain degree, or at least just looking away from him because the guys aren't necessarily open. You saw a little bit more of a challenge versus Arizona, and then obviously in this uh, practice we saw a little bit more. And I, I think the key thing him, here for him is is what we saw. Is that it's that bounce back, the, the yep. idea that yep. he didn't allow it to get to his head. He didn't beat himself up. Uh, you know, even specifically, like we talked about, the fact that he had two kind of negative plays, pretty large negative plays in the Arizona game, and then finished with uh, a pass deflection uh, in the in the red zone. I think that shows you resilience. And again, I agree. same thing with yesterday's practice. More resilience. You saw him fighting through things. You saw him making plays in the football. I think one of the the, the interceptions that he got, the diving interception. I think it ended up being called back because of a penalty elsewhere. That's okay. on I don't the field. care. But yeah. yeah, I mean, the point is, is that he was there to make the play. He yep. came off his man to, to to read the ball and to get it, uh, and he was sticky in coverage. So, uh, you know, look, add him to the drum beat. Uh, all the, give me all the Kelvin Joseph and and, and Nashawn Wright drum beat. You know, just we need these yep. guys to be good players. And and whether they take whether one of them takes that second cornerback spot. I mean, Joseph obviously being the lead for that. Whether one of them take that spot or not, week one, it doesn't matter. Just get, keep getting better, keep getting better, because you're going to play. You're going to play a ton. So uh, just get ready and continue to get better. And 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 you know maybe maybe by the end of the season, uh, your defensive backfield looks completely different than than where it started. And that's the hope. So we just want to keep seeing growth from Calvin Joseph, and it does seem like we're we're getting that so far. So make sure you guys tune in back later tonight when Lane and I will do a reaction yeah. show to Hard Knocks. Uh, that's always a lot of fun. You can follow Lane and our fantasy expert at McCoolBCB. Uh, you can make sure you check him out on Twitter uh, where he has all his great fantasy content now oh that he's apparently God, doing that kind of stuff. Uh, you can follow the show at Lockdown Cowboys. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.